please. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. Welcome to Positive Arse Talks, hosted by Mike. The show that talks all things Arsenal, looking to build a positive relationship amongst the fans and players. Grab your cup of tea and stick around with me. It's Friday, January 15th, 2021. Episode 15. We're not losing. Welcome to episode number 15. Sorry for skipping out last week or... Thursday was my girlfriend's birthday, and I had a lot of plans in place for us between dinner, spending time together, and other activities. But, here we are, we can have some fun talking about the past three games Arsenal have played. Today's topics include discussing our 17th and 18th English Premier League games against West Brom and Crystal Palace, as well as our third round FA Cup match against Newcastle. Let's get right into it. So, First match, I'm just going to go in order of the dates that they were played. So the first one would have been a West, West Brom. And our starting lineup looked as such. We had Burn Leno in net. We had Hector Bellerin playing right back. It was a 4-2-3-1. Rob Holding playing as right center back. Left center back was Pablo Marie. And left back was Kieran Tierney. The two center defensive mids looked like Jocko on the left and Ceballos on the right. Then... Starting at right mid, we had Saka playing Cam, or center attacking mid was Smith-Rowe. Left attacking mid was Aubameyang, and up top was Alexandra Lacazette. And the game kind of went as such. So in the 10th minute, Saka took on his man and went to take a shot with his right foot. And it was blocked by the keeper, but one point that I wanted to bring up is uh, he's not acting like Pepe and has to get on his left foot all the time, so kudos to you for using both of your feet, because that's why God gave you them. <laughs> In the 16th minute, Saka played a nice ball across the goal to, that Baba was... <laughs> Aubameyang was on the end of, but couldn't make contact. Sorry, I can't speak right now. Uh, today's been a little crazy. It's been a hectic week with work. Uh... I don't know why I'm thinking this as if this is like some job or something that I have to do to bring out these podcast episodes, but yeah, I'm just trying to get it out in a timely fashion for you guys, because, well, I gotta remember this is all for fun, and if I fuck up, I fuck up, right? Sorry for the explicit language. If you have any children listening to this podcast, I highly doubt it, but if you do, if you do, I'm sorry, lads. That's a no-no from Positive Arse Mike, okay? <laughs> Arse. <laughs> but, anyways, Aubameyang was on the end of that, but he couldn't make contact. It looked like Saka was going for a curler there, and it wasn't really shot, but ugh, if it was only like an inch or two closer to it, I think Aubameyang would have been on the end of that and scored. In the 20th minute, I was genuinely surprised that the shove from behind on Saka wasn't a foul. I mean, he got literally... So he played as if, you know, trying to put his body in front of the ball. He had control of it, and he got knocked over, and there was no fail called. Uh, I guarantee if either of our players did that, it would have been called, because that's just the arse way. This almost led to a counter for West Brom, but thankfully nothing really developed out of it. And in the 22nd minute, my favorite man, Kieran Tierney on the left back, that left side, he took on Furlong by himself. And did a, a passing routine around him. And beat him to the ball. And then 
ended up cutting toward the middle and scored a brilliant goal with his right foot finessing the shot into that corner. Arsenal are up 1-0. What a goal. I mean, the way that he dribbled and composed himself, I mean, it looked like an old-school 90s goal or something from one of the left-backs where they were able to just dribble up and go through the middle and score the goal that way. It was... I mean, it was just fun. It was fun to watch. It's awesome to see him do that, especially in the snow. So, brilliant play from him. No later, six minutes later in the 28th minute, Smith Rowe received the ball from Bellerin and then played a fast one-time ball to Saku, found Lacazette. Smith Rowe continued his run behind the defense to create space that Lacazette fed it into, and then Smith Rowe played an outstanding ball across the middle for a soccer tap in. That is the old Arsenal way. That looked like an Invincibles goal. Okay, just tiki-taka, one-time, one-time, one-time goal. Tap it. Again, lovely build-up play from the Arsenal. We're up 2-0. Bunch of back and forth, but uh, really, I mean, there was only one or two opportunities that West Brom had in this span of time up until the 60th minute. We still had a lot of pressure on them, too. But in the second half, in the 60th minute, Saka played a great cross into the middle that Ajayi hit awkwardly against the woodwork with his foot. That, that was strange. He, he was the one that hit it. So it hit the woodwork. It came out. Smith Rowe took a shot that was then blocked, and the rebound came out right to Lacazette. He was able to drill it into the bottom right corner. 3 nothing to the Arsenal. Not even four minutes later, Aubameyang found Tierney wide left, and then uh, uh, Tierney played a great ball over toward the middle. Lacazette was around the end of it, and he's able to finish it into the back of the net. It looked like it hit his shin or his knee. Regardless, that's four goals for the Arsenal. And nothing really else developed or happened in that game. Um, you know, Aubameyang was trying to get himself a goal, and playing selfish a few times to get his confidence built back up and get him on the score sheet, but I can't blame him. He's, by this point last season, he probably had, like, what? Between 12, 10 and 12 goals across all competitions? That's just, he's not used to not scoring like he is right now. But, we're going to our third round FA Cup match, and it was Arsenal versus Newcastle. We won 2-0 at the Emirates, and the lineup looked as such. We had Bern Leno and Nett, Cedric Suarez playing right back. That was a 4-2-3-1. We gave Rob Holding a little break. David Luiz was in for him. Pablo Marie was playing left center back, and Tierney was playing left back. Then we had, in the center defensive mid, we had Mohamed Elneny and Joe Willick. And then across the three front middle was Pepe on the right mid, or right attacking mid, whatever you want to call it. William was playing center attacking mid. Rice Nelson was playing left attacking mid. And then we saw Aubameyang up top as the striker. Honestly, the game was back and forth throughout the game, and we looked like we were lacking creativity and someone not being able to bring up the ball for us. The game went into double overtime, and Newcastle had two opportunities to score before full time expired. Andy Carroll 
around the 30th minute, and then again at the end of regular time where Leno literally put his life on the line. Leno saved the first shot that was taken by somebody outside the 18-yard box, and when the ball bounced out of his chest, he immediately cradled himself over the ball even when Carroll was coming to shoot full force. I can't blame him for coming in like that. He's, just, he's not trying to kick Leno. He's trying to put the ball in the back of the net, and unfortunately, our man got there first. Well, not on Unfortunately, but unfortunately for him, right? But uh, just some timestamps that I put down. The 104th minute, Jacques saw a ball drop to him on a one-time volley and cracked it at the net, but the goalie was able to make a nice save. Then a couple of minutes later in the 109th minute, well, in that second half of extra time, right? 109th minute, Saka played a ball over to Lacazette, who was able to head the ball over the defense. Smith Rowe tracked it chested down, ran for it a little to bounce to his foot, and he was able to put the Gunners up 1-0. It was a low and hard uh, ball that was shot right across the ground. Everything about that goal was brilliant. And then just a bit later, in the 117th minute, Tierney found Shaka, and then Tierney left his man on the left side of bounce space. The Shaka played the ball into the box for him. Tierney then played a ball across the middle that Aubameyang was on at the end of and able to finish beautiful play for the gunners as we're up 2-0 obviously we won the third round going on to that fourth fifth round or whatever you want to call it uh you know good play it was a little slow uh we were lacking some creativity i mean william really wasn't looking too hot he had what i think his second shot on target all season that is not a good stat line when the season just started back in September, right? I think it was the beginning or end of September. That's that's not good. Two shots on target. Hopefully we can change that for a little bit. But we will go on to the third and final match that we will talk about. And it was Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. Uh, we ended up tying 0-0. And the... Uh, lineup looked as such. So we had Burt Leno and Nett playing a 4-2-3-1. We have Bellerin playing right back, holding right center back. Dava Louise playing left center back. And then we had the fill-in Maitland-Niles for Kieran Tierney because he had a muscle cramp. We didn't know the full extent to it. Uh, more information was supposed to come out today. I have not got my hands across that just yet. So... We're trying to figure out what's going on with that. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. Obviously, he needs a little break. Center defensive mid, we had Danny Ceballos and Granit Xhaka. And then we had Bukaya Saka playing right mid, or right attacking mid, whatever you want to call it. Smith Rowe was playing center attacking mid, Aubameyang on the left attacking mid, and Lacazette up top. Again, it was a 0-0, so I didn't have too much to talk about. I mean, there were a few developing plays, but... Just looked as if uh, the first half, Crystal Palace put more pressure on us, so we just couldn't get anything into gear. Uh, we started showing up at the second half to start put pressure on them. It was a hard-fought battle between both teams as Palace needed a win to go ahead of us, and we needed to win to keep them below. But a uh, point apiece kept us in the same positions in league standings. Uh, in the first half, I noticed Jaka made a brilliant sliding play to stop Zaha from taking a clear shot on target. Excellent, excellent play, especially to have no foul on that. Uh, Aubameyang is finding more space and starting to shoot more. We were clearly missing Kieran Tierney as he had the muscle issue. Headed into the game, and, you know, all the crosses coming to the left side on him. 
they really do a lot of damage, you know? I mean, Maitland-Niles has shoes to fill in in his role, um, but I thought he did okay. There was a few instances, one of which he tried passing the ball back to Leno, but uh, he just put so much pace behind the ball. He beat his man. Uh, he beat the player, which I think was... Um, oh, man, I'm trying to think of his name. He's got an afraid place for Crystal Palace. Maybe it'll come to me later. It's not Redman. That's the guy that plays for... Ah, whatever, whatever. Don't remember his name, but he beat him to the ball and pretty much just played it really hard back towards Leno. Leno had no other chance but to just not get to it. Uh, Leno made a few outstanding saves against Benteke, who honestly should have scored at least one of the two brilliant shots he took. It was a masterclass performance as usual from him. Bellerin in the second half almost had a goal, but was slightly wide on the rebound that came to him after Alba's cross. And again, nothing really happened to it. The game ended 0-0, and we both got a point apiece, or both teams. But this may end up seeming like a shorter-than-usual episode, but there's some internet outages and issues around my way that have been happening all this past week. I don't know if it has anything to do with um, a blackout. But we'll see as more things develop with that in my own country. But in conclusion, we are not losing, and that's the main point to take away, right? I see smiles on everybody's face again, and it looks like our men are just having fun playing again. Uh, William finally got his shot, second shot on target all season, and Emile Smith-Rose looking like a stud. Holding signed a contract extension, which I'm thrilled about. I mean, if he's not the long-term starter or goal, he'll be very valuable with all the first appearances he has, right? So he'd have a better sell-on value. Plus, he's English. Everyone's looking for that at this point. And... He hasn't done anything to really make me feel like he's caused a lot of havoc or made errors or caused mistakes to happen. I mean, he looked brilliant when we were playing with him and Emery about, what, two seasons ago when Emery was still around. And I really like him personally, and I guess this would mean that maybe one of two, you either pick... Rob Holding or Callum Chambers, right? But then again, Callum Chambers is more versatile, and I guess he could play like center defensive mid, but we'll see what happens with him. It wouldn't be bad to keep some homegrown English players, because if not, we will be fined, and all kinds of other stuff will happen where we can't play. Well, we'll just have a lot of issues, right, for Arsenal. Of course, Aubameyang hit the score sheet again, so hopefully more comes of that. I feel like the missing links are Martinelli and Gabriel to come into the starting 11 once Martinelli is good. Uh, they did scans since he was taken out of the starting lineup before the game against West Brom. Or, no, I'm sorry, not West Brom. I think it was Newcastle he was supposed to play, and the Rice Nelson came in. Uh... You know, good to hear that it's nothing serious, and hopefully he'll be back on the pitch soon. Uh, we were able to see Partey's first time in action against Palace in quite some time. He looked familiar with where to be and how to play in the system. Uh, he knocked Eze out once with one of his challenges because that's just how hard of a player he is. Um, and basically, yeah, 
I'm thrilled to see that where we're going. I would have loved to see three points against Crystal Palace, but one is better than none, right? Our next game is on Monday against Newcastle. We know they can bring to the table. Three points will put us in great shape. I know we can do this, and we all have to consciously believe together that this will work, you know? It's it's how the power of quantum physics works. Uh, whatever our belief is, and if multiple people believe in that very thing, then it comes to fruition, right? That's it for me, guys. I just don't want this outage to hit me, because it seems like it's hit almost everybody else in my neighborhood. And I am on a hot spot. So... With that being said, that's it for me, guys. So Love and light, my friends. Until next time. Come on, you gutters! So kissing. Girl, is that hell? What's up against the wall?